Hi, my name is Frank T, and this is True American Lives. Each week we bring you stories about real Americans who are experiencing the things that we all experience. Love, embarrassment, dreams destroyed. So you can laugh at them and feel better about your own life and realize it's not so bad. This week's theme, trucker ass. We've all had it, nobody wants it. That uncomfortable, unfresh feeling that you get when you've been driving for over 10 hours and eating gas station food. Your bottom is filling the upholstery with a stink so foul that you feel you should write it an apology letter. This raw bottom nasty feeling is known to many as trucker ass. Here's Dr. Benjamin Rogers of Glenmore Junior College who wrote a book about trucker ass. Well, back in the 70s, there was a trucker who went by the handle Baby Maker. He would ride nonstop day and night, only leaving his seat to fuel up and consume gas station nachos. The story is that he had so many kids back home to feed, he gave up all hygiene and sleep to try to make as much money as possible hauling loads. And so he got trucker ass? Well, yeah, it wasn't called that at the time. A, a fellow trucker by the name of Catfish told the story of how he discovered Baby Maker at a filling station. And whatever was growing in the cushion of his seat had attached to whatever was growing from his ass, and, and he could not be budged. Uh, you know, before you know it, uh, every trucker at the station was trying to pry Baby Maker from his seat. They even tried to pull him out with a rope attached to a tractor. And, you know, they finally had to remove the seat with Baby Maker on it. And the odor of, you know, ass and wet flannel literally knocked people off their feet. They uh, surgically removed the seat from Baby Maker's bottom, and it forever became known to physicians from that day forward as, as, as trucker ass. Thank you. Thank you, Dr. Rogers. Today's theme, trucker ass. Next up, businessman Tony Bellaquist tells of how he fell in love with a woman on an international flight, but how trucker ass stood in the way. And in our second act today, we will share with you some stories that we have been working on for True American Lives. This is episode one of what we hope will be many more real-life True American stories. It's all coming up next on True American Lives. Stay with us. Tony Bellaquist travels a lot for work. Mostly by airplane, you know, at least six times a month. This travel, along with his unpleasant looks and annoying personality, led to his divorce a few years ago. You know, as you know, I, I, I try to meet women, you know, when I can on planes. And, you know, most of the time I talk to women sitting next to me. They ignore me or, or tell me where to go. But, you know, this time, this woman named Wanda actually smiled at me. And, you know, which, you know, obviously meant she was, you know, probably wanted me or was hot for me. And, you know, this woman, honest to goodness, was beautiful. Okay. I mean, imagine Cindy Crawford. That's what she looked like. A note for our listeners. Tony is one of those guys that has a very flawed sense of what a beautiful woman is. He seems to have been born with beer goggles. To illustrate this, we met him outside the studio before this uh, recording, and, and he saw this woman walk by that was, well, you know, she looked like a cross-section between Roseanne Barr and, and Lyle Lovitz. Tony went on to tell me that she looked like Cindy Crawford. 
and, and, and lashed his tongue out while making thrust motions with his hips. Okay, so, so keep that in mind when he talks about how beautiful she is. You know, you know I'm, I'm right here. I can actually hear everything he just said. On with the story. So we're on the flight, and this chick is so hot. And, you know, I, 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 I felt like we really had a thing going. We sat together for a 12-hour trip to Geneva. So, so, you guys, so you guys talked a lot. Well, no, but she did tell me thank you when I handed her trash to the stewardess, and, and actually she slept most of the time, and while she was sleeping, I was, you know, really able to check out her body. <laughs> I mean, that girl had some curves. Oh, I'm know? sure she did. So, and I was all, like, bumping into her and acting like the turbulence was making me put my hand on her knee <laughs> on accident. Anyway, at one point, she had to go to the bathroom, and... She had to scoot past me to get out of the aisle, and turns out she was a little big, and it actually took a few minutes. Uh, but in that moment when her bottom came up from the seat, you know, I, I knew it right away. She had a bad case of trucker ass. Oh, no. Did you tell her she had trucker ass? Maybe, maybe make a suggestion to go clean her bottom while she was in the bathroom? I couldn't. I mean... This was the woman that, you know, I just loved moments earlier. And, uh... Is it possible, let me ask you this, is it possible that you could maybe just love her with truck or ass and all? Maybe, maybe she was just having a bad day. Yeah, I thought about that, and I thought about that a lot, actually. And, but, you know, when she was off to the bathroom, the smell of her ass just sort of hung in the air, you know, the way they do on airplanes. And I, I, I just couldn't get it out of my mind. So what did you do when she came back? Well, after, after we managed to get her back into her seat, I looked at her and I said, and this is the craziest thing I've ever done. I mean, I got to tell you, I, I looked at her, I said, my name is Tony and I love you. I know that sounds crazy. I hardly know you, but you look really hot like Cindy Crawford. And I'd like to, you know, you know what? And what did she say? She looked down at her hands and didn't say anything. And it went on like that for the rest of the flight. Not a word. And I felt like I would never love a woman again. I felt sad to see this woman go. I had a knot in my stomach that felt like, you know, how I felt when my wife would punch me in the stomach when I was sleeping. I hadn't felt it in a long time. So was that it? Or well, you know when your plane comes to the gate and they release the seatbelt sign and everybody jumps out of their seats and the doors haven't opened yet, so everybody just stands around packed in, in like sardines with everyone up in their seats and the whole plane kind of smells like ass and armpits. I hate that part of flying. I stood up to get in the aisle and she was still sitting there and I realized at that moment that I too had a bad case of trucker ass. And she looked at my empty seat, then at me, and she gave me the most beautiful smile. And I'll never forget what she said. She said, and I thought my ass stunk. And we just laughed, you know, about that. Because we, we did have pretty stinky trucker asses. <laughs> so did you guys date or? We did, we did. And, and, and we got married basically because we couldn't find anyone better. 
And since she looks so much like Cindy Crawford, I had her wear those Daisy Dukes and that white tank top like in the Pepsi commercial, you know? Yeah, I'm looking at the photo right now, and I got to say, I, I really feel like I'm going to throw up. Yeah. <laughs> well, we'll be right back. We are very excited to bring you our first podcast, and we encourage you to subscribe and share with your friends and, you know, use the computer. So here's some previews of some exciting stories that we have been working on. We have a back to nature story where a man takes his family camping for the first time. On the drive up there, he wouldn't even stop to let the kids go to the bathroom. Now, when we was kids, my daddy didn't stop for nothing. No peeing or ice cream, just driving, you know. He just gave us a bottle to go into and said, good luck and shut up and on we went. I wanted my spoiled kids to learn that, you know. And then Tommy, had to go number two, and James wouldn't even let him. That's right, the boy's gotta learn that life ain't easy. You know, the whole world ain't gonna stop for his shit. You know, so I laid down some newspaper on the seat, you know. How did that work out? It would've worked out fine, if it hadn't been for the diarrhea. We have a story of true love. A story that will pull at your heartstrings and make it melt. We meet Tim Wallace, who for 20 years has had the biggest crush on Suzanne. They went to high school together, but he's never actually spoken to her. She's my, she's my everything. You know, I, I, I wake up thinking about her. I daydream about us living in a mountain cabin together all day. And, you know, I go to bed thinking about her. I even went into the field with Tim. Oh my goodness, look at this. Okay, for our listeners, I just want to explain that we're standing here in Tim's bedroom. Um, and Tim has these beautiful photos of Susanna, hand-drawn illustrations. Uh, you know, he's got this little candlelit shrine. Basically, the entire uh, walls and ceiling are covered with uh, photos of Susanna. Uh, really great stuff here. Oh, thank you. You know, I, I like to do it, um, you know, like every day and all night. Later, I got to go on one of Tim's adventures. We dressed up in all black and went out at night. So I'm here with Tim in a tree outside of Suzanne's bedroom. What do you, tell us what you're doing, Tim. I'd like to just come up here to watch her, you know. Uh, you know, she does this cute little thing where she sings into her hairbrush in front of the mirror, you know, and, and sometimes she does it in her underwear. Is there something wrong? Because you keep shuffling them with your trousers. Please subscribe to the podcast, share it with your friends so that we can get sponsors and become rich. Until next time, have a true American life.